Hello guys and welcome back to episode 23 of the Talking Sports Podcast. First of all, just wanted to say thank you guys for all the love, all the support you've been giving me on each and every episode. Um, on Anchor, on Spotify, Spotify, we currently have 31 total listeners. 31 listeners, so thank you guys, keep smashing it. Um, I'm hoping we can get to 85 by the end of November, um, by the end of this month. It is now November 2nd, hopefully we can hit it by maybe Thanksgiving, or we can hit it by um, the end of this month, the end of November 2020, and I'll drop some bloopers for you guys, um, or some botched bits, so definitely go check that out. Uh, anyways, um, today we will be talking about week eight in the NFL, and we're going to be reviewing the National Football League week eight scores and some Monday night football predictions to round out week eight of the NFL season. Um, this week we started off with the Atlanta Falcons. The two and six Atlanta Falcons taking on the three and five Carolina Panthers. And I just want to say that this game, I didn't watch it, um, but I heard it was a great game. 25 17, Matt Ryan and the Falcons take it. Um, this time, the Atlanta Falcons finished, and uh, Matt Ryan. And the Falcons avenge the loss from earlier this year to the Panthers. 25-17. to 17. Falcons win Thursday Night Football to start off the week um, from this past Thursday. Now, heading on to Sunday football. A family tradition. Sunday Night Football. On Fox, CBS, wherever. Um, anyway... Sunday, November 1st, we had a load of games. We had first the 2-5 and five Patriots taking on the 6-2 and two Bills. Now, this one was a close, close, close game. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Cam Newton is on the verge of being benched. In an interview that he did, he said he was on the verge of being benched, uh, according to NFL.com, and he needed to put up some better numbers because his numbers lately haven't been great, um, but he's putting up better numbers. Uh, this was a close game. It was the 6-2 Bills versus the 2-5 Patriots. 24-21, Bills take it. The Bills have been killing it this year. Uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, Josh Allen, um, and the rest of the Bills uh, team and coaching staff, they've been killing it. Um, we had these top performers of this week. In the passing game, Cam Newton, uh, quarterback for the New England Patriots, he was 15 to 25 with 174 yards. He threw four. Um, we also had it on the rush, Damian Harris, who had 16 carries, 102 yards, and one touchdown. And uh, from receiving on Buffalo, the top performer was Stephon Diggs, who had six receiver. He, he received the ball six times for 92 yards. Um, yeah, close game. Bills take it 24-21. Patriots go down to two and five, and Bills come up to six 
and two. Now, next up, we have the five and two Titans against the two and five and one Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow's showing up. Joe Burrow's a great young rookie quarterback. Let's see if he can keep that momentum going. Uh, he's not doing great this season. Um, he's having some good uh, yardage. He's getting each game, but he, the, the Bengals just in general are not doing too great. Um, the, it was 30-21 with the score. Bengals take it and beat the 5-2 Tennessee Titans. Um, the top performers now, passing-wise, Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. He was 26-37, 249 yards he threw for, and he had two touchdowns. Now, on the rush, the Tennessee Titans, this beast... Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, absolute monster, an absolute beast on the rushing end at the running back position. 18 carries, 112 yards, and scored for one touchdown. And on the receiving end, we had Corey Davis from the Tennessee Titans, but eight received, who caught the ball eight times for 128 yards with one touchdown. So, uh, yeah, 30 21, uh, 31 20, excuse me. Bengals. Take it. Uh, next up, we had the Oakland Raiders. The 4-3 and three Oakland Raiders versus the 5-3 and three Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns do not have Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham went out on injury. I believe it was last week, week 7. Uh, he went out on injury. And he is not able to play this week. Or I think he might be done for the season. I'm not really sure. But anyways. Um, anyway, the Raiders and the Browns. 16-6 to Raiders win it. The top performers from the league from this game were on the pass end. Baker Mayfield, who I always thought Baker Mayfield. Uh, I always thought he was a very, 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 very um, just underrated quarterback in general. I've always thought Baker Mayfield was one of the most underrated QBs in the NFL because I always thought he was talented since he came in, since the since the, uh, the Browns signed him. I always thought he was really good, very talented. And, yeah, the Browns team I always thought was underrated. Cleveland's team because they got such great weapons they could use. They got Nick Chubb at halfback. Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, two dynamic receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., two dynamic receivers that can really destroy you um, on the offensive side of the ball. I always thought the Browns' defense was always weak every time I've, I've ever watched the Browns, um, but that's just me. Uh, Baker Mayfield, anyway, Baker Mayfield, the top performer in the passing game. Baker Mayfield, quarterback. For the Cleveland Browns, 12 of 25 for 100 and threw for 122 yards. Josh Jacobs, LV, was uh, was great on the rushing side. Oh, shoot. Excuse me. Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, did I say Oakland? I meant Las Vegas. I forgot they relocated the stadium. Anyway, <laughs> um, Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders, 31 carries and 128 rushing yards and on the receiving end we had Jarvis Landry from Cleveland who got four catches and fifth for 52 yards so 
the Raiders take that game. Next, we had the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Detroit Lions. The Colts are 5 and 2. The Lions 3 and 4. 41-21 Colts destroy the Lions by 20 points. On the passing game for top performers, Matthew Stafford from the Detroit Lions, who's a quarterback. Um, he's 24-42 for this game, threw for 336 yards and had three touchdowns. On the rush, Jordan Wilkins from the Indianapolis Colts, who had 20 carries, 89 yards, and a touchdown. And Marvin Hall from the Detroit Lions on the receiving end, who had four receiver, four catches for 113 yards. Next, we have the Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads, and Aaron Rodgers himself facing the Vikings. And this is 28-22, one of the closer, closer, closer games. Um, and it wasn't very one-sided and domination. Um, Packers lost by six points. It was the 2-5 and five Vikings versus the 5-2 and two Packers. Uh, the top performers in the passing game, Aaron Rodgers, who was 27 of 41, had 291 yards and three touchdowns. On the rushing, on the rushing side of the ball, Minnesota's running back Dalvin Cook, who had 30 carries for 163 yards and three touchdowns. And from Green Bay, we had Robert Tanyan. Tanyan, I hope I'm saying that right. Who had five catches for 79 yards on the receiving end. Um Up next, we have the New York Jets. This is my team right here. Um, if you guys know me in football, my teams are the Jets and the Giants, who both, unfortunately, are terrible, but it is what it is. Um, we had the 0-8 Jets taking on the 7-1 Kansas City Chiefs. The reigning defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, who've got such a dynamic team. You got Le'Veon Bell. They got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They have a lot of weapons in that offense that can kill you, as well as great guys on the defensive side of the ball as well. So, 8-0, the 0-8 Jets versus the 7-1 Chiefs. The Chiefs absolutely destroy the Jets and kind of figured that they would. Um, the Jets, again, very weak defense. Um, Adam Gase is not uh, the best head coach at all. Um, they're thinking about re-signing him for another year. I think he should be fired, to be completely honest. And I know Jets fans would feel the same way about Adam Gase. And uh, Adam Gase is not a good head coach at all. By any standards, we just lost uh, a lot of our star players, and everybody's kind of out of place. We lost uh, Robbie Anderson to the Carolina Panthers. We lost um, Jamal Adams to the Seattle Seahawks. We've lost Le'Veon Bell to the Kansas City Chiefs. So a lot of our star players are bye-bye, um, and our one of our lead receivers, Jamison Crowder, was injured. He wasn't even at the game yesterday. Thirty-five to nine, the Chiefs whooped the Jets. And the Jets go to 0-8. And, and the Chiefs go to 7-1. Which sucks. 
And uh, yeah, it just really is terrible. Honestly, I hate. I hate it. Um, the top performers in the passing game. We have Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs. Quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, who is 31 of 42 with 416 yards and five touchdowns. Patty Mahomes always has a great game. Um, for the rushing side, we had from the New York Jets, Frank Gore, who is a veteran running back. 10 carries for 30 yards. And we had tight end Travis Kelsey on the receiving end from Kansas City. With eight catches and 109 yards and one touchdown. And the Chiefs whoop the Jets. Um, next up, we had the Dolphins and the Rams. Now, this was a good game. 28-17, close score, pretty respectable. Uh, the Dolphins 4-3, and three, and the Rams are 5-3. and three. The Top performers from this game were Jared Goff, who's the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams, who was 35 of 61. Again, not great. 355 yards, though, and a touchdown. That's not bad. Almost 400 yards. Um, Yeah, 355 yards is not that bad. It's not bad at all. Um, from the rushing end, we had Miles Gaskin. From the Miami Dolphins, 18 carries and 47 yards with a touchdown. And receiving Cooper Cup from the LA Rams, who had 11... 11 catches and 110 yards. So, great game from that. Close game. Um, we have the 7-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Juju Smith-Schuster. The only undefeated team left in the NFL. Against the Ravens, who are 5-2 Lamar Jackson Great quarterback, great young quarterback. Honestly, the best, one of the best in the game. Uh, 28-24, Steelers take it. Close game. It wasn't really dominant at all. Um, yeah. 28-24, Steelers take it. We had Lamar Jackson in the passing game. He was 13 of 28 with 208 yards and two touchdowns. He was one of the top performers there. In the rushing game, we had J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens, who had 15 carries for 113 yards. And on the receiving end, we had Will Sneed IV. Sorry, not great with Roman numerals. Um, who was from the Baltimore Ravens, who had five receiving, five catches, five racks, and 106 yards. And that was that. Next, we had... The Broncos versus the Chargers. And this is somehow a surprisingly um, good game. It was the 2-5 and five Chargers versus the 3-4 and four Denver Broncos. In the passing game, the top performer for this week was Justin Herbert from the LA Chargers. Who was 29-43 for 278 yards and 3 touchdowns. For the rushing game, we had Justin Jackson from the LA Chargers who was 17 carries for 89 yards. And from the receiving end, Mike Williams from the LA Chargers, who had five five catches for 99 yards and a touchdown. Not terrible. Not terrible by any means. Um, the next game we have went into overtime, 
It was the five and two Saints versus the five and three Bears. And the Saints win it in overtime by a field goal, 26 to 23. And the passing game, the top performers for this week from New Orleans, we had Drew Brees, who was 31 of 41 for 280 yards and two touchdowns. Who threw for 280 yards and two touchdowns. Then we had in the rushing game, David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears, who had 21 carries for 89 yards. And Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints, who had nine, nine catches for 96 yards. So not a terrible game um, oh, by the box score over here and by the analytics and the stats. So not a terrible game. Um, we next had the 49ers who are four and four taking on the Seahawks, the six and one Seahawks. This game was 37-21. Seahawks beat the 49ers by 10 points. The top performers from this game in the passing game. We had Russell Wilson for the Seattle Seahawks. He was 27 of 37, had 261 yards. He threw for 261 yards and had four touchdowns. In the rushing, we had DJ Dallas, the Seattle Seahawks, who had 18 carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. And in the receiving area, we have this monster, this beast, DK Metcalf, who's one of the best receivers in the NFL. And I actually watched a clip on TikTok of him running down a receiver, right? I think it was Patrick Peterson who had an interception when the Seahawks played the Cardinals. And Patrick Peterson, all of a sudden you see DK Metcalf start running after, and what I mean running, I mean running like a cheetah. I, I thought I saw Tyree Kill on the field. Was running at full speed and prevented a touchdown from the other side of the field. Anyway, he had a... Uh, 12 catches, 161 yards for two touchdowns. Great game from him. Um, and in a future episode, we will kind of go over my fantasy team, who, who I would put on my fantasy team uh, if I did have uh, a fantasy team. And the last game I'm going to talk about that wraps up the Sunday night uh, football games or week eight football games. Actually, no, the Sunday night football games were almost wrapped up with the week eight games. But anyways... We have the two and six Dallas Cowboys who took on the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Three, four, and one for the Eagles. 23 to nine. Eagles win it. 23 to nine. Cowboys, you better get your stuff together. Mike McCarthy. You better get your stuff together. You know Mike McCarthy, eh? Mike McCarthy, you better get your stuff together, eh? You know, you better get your stuff together. Anyways, the top performers from the league were Ben DiNucci from the Dallas Cowboys in the passing game, who was 21 of 40 for 180 yards. In the rushing game, we had Boston Scott, and the Philadelphia Eagles who had 15 carries for 70 yards. And receiving end, we had Travis Fulgham from the Philadelphia Eagles who had six catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. And the teams that had a bye week this week were the Cardinals, the Washington, the Arizona Cardinals, 
the Washington football team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. And finally, tonight, to round out week eight, is my Monday night football predictions. Tonight, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. We have the New York Giants. The 1-6 New York Giants. Taking on... We have Daniel Jones of the Giants. We're 1-6. Take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're 5-2. Who's taking it tonight? Buccaneers or Giants? I am going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, to take it. Why, you ask? Because the Buccaneers, in my opinion, are overall... Listen, I love the Giants. The Giants are one of my favorite teams in football. They're my team. But at the end of the day, the Buccaneers just have the overall, the better team. I mean, look at the weapons you have on the Giants' side versus the weapons you have on the side of the Buccaneers. And this is going to be a very hard uh, team just defensively, offensively to deal with, I think. Um, the Buccaneers, again, have a lot of offensive weapons as well as defensive weapons um, on that defensive line. You know, you got some great corners. You got a uh, former franchise-tagged player by the Giants when he was playing for the Giants. JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. On the front end. Um, you've got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of great teams. Um, on the defensive side. Um, and I will just say right now. You've got Ronald Jones Jr. Okay. Who has 506 total rushing yards in the career. You have the GOAT. The GOAT, 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 the greatest of all time at quarterback. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Five-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Who's a little, through for a little over a thousand passing yards this year. TB, Tom Brady. Good old Tom. And, uh, yeah. We have Tom Brady. You got big tight end number 87 Rob Gronkowski and don't forget I know he's suspended but you gotta bring up unfortunately Antonio Clown you guys know how I feel um, about Antonio Brown so do I feel like the Buccaneers need Antonio Brown absolutely not I think this team already stacked as it is and overpowered and this team has just been great um on the defensive side of the ball you got Nadamakong Sa you got JPP um you got Steve McClendon you got Chris Godwin we've got Rob Gronkowski you've got Mike Evans okay OJ Howard Rob Gronkowski Ronald Jones Jr. Yeah, this team is ridiculous. This team is absolutely 
absolutely freaking ridiculous. You know, this game, this team is absolutely atrocious. This team is atrocious. There is no way this Giants team gets past the Buccaneers. No offense, but Brady is like the silent killer. Brady's not the fastest quarterback. He can't really scramble, and he's not um, fast like a Mahomes or a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers. He can't scramble, but he can kill you out of the pocket. He can throw the ball like a long dart outside the pocket, and I think that's what makes Brady so great is he can pinpoint you on the field and it's over. Again, he's not the fastest quarterback. Okay. That Buccaneers team is known for putting pressure. That Buccaneers defense. And for Daniel Jones, you know for Danny Dimes, that pressure is going to be on him. He can scramble, but you know the pressure is going to be on. All eyes on Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones and the Giants versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. I think Brady and the Bucks take it. Uh, my score predictions. Uh, I could be totally wrong by this, but um, I'm going to think 35 to 10, maybe 35, 10 in favor of the Buccaneers. Um, that's the score I'm going with. Uh, if I was a betting man, I'd probably bet on Tampa. Um, everybody in here saying Tampa. Um, also, those stats were uh, courtesy of ESPN.com. So thank you, ESPN. Um, and the game tonight at 8.15 p.m. Monday Night Football. Rounding out Week 8, New York Giants, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to round this uh, week out. Again, this Buccaneers team is stacked. It's too overpowered. I don't really see how that uh, Buccaneers team is going to compare with the Giants tonight. I don't really see how the Giants team is going to compare with the Buccaneers, my personal opinion. Um, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, again, Please, we are at 31 listeners on Spotify. So thank you so much for 31 total listeners. Uh, let's get that number up. Maybe 85. I wanted to go 100, but I don't think we should go 100. Um, just for now, I'd, I'd be fine with hitting about 85. So we're at 31. So we have to get um, 50, 54 listeners. 54 more listeners by the end of this month. Um, it is now November 2nd, 2020, at the time of this recording. At 3.29 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. Let's see if we can get that number up. Let's go. I think we can do it. Um, also, you guys can follow me on twitch.tv slash gamergot underscore five. I will be there. You can follow me on Twitter um, at the Talking Sports Official, and I mean Talking Sports Official on Instagram. And you can follow me on my Twitter at Talking Sport One on on Twitter. Um, go follow my Instagram. Go follow my Twitter. Go go watch my Twitch streams. Um, and I hope to see you guys there. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Always appreciated. And, uh, yeah, peace. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy the episode. And one more thing before we go. Have a happy, happy, happy. Hope you guys have a happy election day tomorrow. Um, I know tomorrow is election day. So happy early election day. 
Um, and tomorrow we'll reveal the fate of the new U.S. president if Biden gets in or old U.S. president. Or Trump will be elected for a second term if he gets in. Um, anyways, thanks guys for listening. All right. Peace.